You're listening to Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. Hey everybody, I'm Brian. And I'm Joey. Welcome to episode 116 of Mid-Atlantic Gravel Travel and Dirt. Come on along, everybody. Spend the next hour or so talking with Joey and I about gravel bikes, adventure biking, bike packing, bike camping, or just playing bikes. Yep. Joining us tonight, special guest, Lori Lemieux from Proteus Bicycles, and now also the fresh, brand spanking new owners of Patuxent Adventure Center. Welcome, Lori. Glad to have you here tonight. Hi, thanks for having me. Excuse us for just a few minutes while we do a little bit of housekeeping, and then we're going to come back, and we got a big conversation we're going to have with you. Um, Joey, anything going on in the world of Patreon or PayPal? Uh, he was at Eddie Pl- Is Did Eddie say you moved in the West's basement today? What was that? No, I don't know what okay, that was. I know that, uh, Eddie uh, joined the Patreon family, so thanks, Eddie. Yep, so. thank you, Eddie. Um, I think that's it. T-shirt. Yeah. So someone asked us about more cutaway jerseys. Um, uh, yeah. Was Bill from Cutaway asked me the uh, I, just COVID and everything lately. I yeah. <laughs> do we want to do another jersey? Possibly. Do we want to do the same jersey or do we want to do something different? I think the I same know. jersey. Same jersey looks. Good. I, I wouldn't want. So we're just talking about doing a fresh order yep. on the same jersey. Yeah. Let's get in touch with Phil. You want me to handle that? I'll, I, I, I got it. You I got mean, it. Uh, okay. Email him. Um, um, yeah. I think that's kind of it. Yeah. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you very much for coming on to the. Family of support here at Mid-Atlantic yeah. Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. Very much appreciate you and very much appreciate all of you fine listeners out there that send us support every month. What are you drinking tonight, Joey? Uh, I made an old-fashioned. Yeah? Yep. I'm still on the bubbly. <laughs> you had bubbly earlier. Yeah, it was refreshing after work. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also don't have beer yeah. in my house. <laughs> we, you're <laughs> not we... drinking beer anymore. Well, you, you you said you had one. Did you have any in North Carolina when you were down in North Carolina? Yeah, I had a really good peanut butter stout. That's right. You sent a picture of that. Uh, Lori, I saw you lift something to your yeah. lips. What are you drinking over there? I am drinking um, Flying Dog Thunder Peel. Oh, I love it's that. It's IPA. Yeah, it's got that little orange kind of thing going on. Yes, good yes. Stuff. I I am. I have... I'll give you a little backstory. I was never a big IPA fan. <laughs> we had to train them. And, and then Wes and Joey were like, you know, try this. And then Wes did a very good job of introducing me to IPAs yeah. by, you know, giving me the gradations. And it was like, you know, start here and then step up here. And then it was, I don't know what it was. It was probably six or eight months ago. I just all of a sudden was like, I kind of like got that little craving for something that doesn't taste good. <laughs> <laughs> So I only stopped because I was I thought I was going to go hardcore in the dirty kitten yeah. winter training thing. I was like, oh, I don't need all the stouts and porters and yeah. I I didn't do any of that this year. That dirty kitten training, I'm I'm going to tell you it it really kicked my butt into high gear for for early spring. Yeah, there are a lot of people's. Although although honestly, now that March has hit and it's elevation, I'm not really I'm not playing the elevation game on Swift because we don't have elevation here and I'm not staying inside when it's 65 degrees outside. I'm just yeah. I can't do it. I got to get back outside. Yeah. Um, so I'm still with the bubbly. Joey, you want to do a real quick catch up of what's going on in your world? I'm going to save it. I think uh, Lori, it Lori's going to sum all that okay. up. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. I rode outside yesterday and ran into you. That was fun. I snuck in an hour because my in-laws were getting here later. That was fun. And I fixed my bathroom and house and power wash I know. before. We texted so. back and forth about trying to hook up, but then it was just more fun yeah. to run into each other. That was actually kind yeah. of more Paul more and pleasant. Jeff unloaded a bunch of bikes with us yesterday. Yeah. And 
Um, I'll save everything. So, Joey, I have got a new game really quickly. And, Lori, yep. I'm sorry we're going to throw this in here on you. Um, I've got a new game, and hopefully we have enough people in the live stream that they'll want to join in. I, I want to see if y'all can recognize the celebrity voice. Hey, Larry's here. He yep. must be actually – he's on his um, satellite, so he's probably listening to the program from last week. Isn't no. that the way it goes out there in West <laughs> in Virginia? West Virginia, yeah. <laughs> so we got Ted. Sean says he's here. Ted and Ted. Larry. I think there's a few other people here. I know there's 12 people in the live stream. Yep. Pete's here. So I'm going to play this audio clip of a celebrity saying a bike thing. And then I want I want everybody to start throwing out some guesses. And I'll play it a couple of times. I'll play it, and then, and then we'll start getting some guesses. Here we go. Got the shifty thing. The shifty thing. The shifty thing. It's got a cog set. It's got the shifty thing. The shifty thing. The shifty thing. It's got a cog. Okay, anybody in the live you stream really jumping in? Huh? You played that really long. I, I know. Well, I, I played it. I got it set on a loop. Uh, oh, right Ted, away. Yeah. Right away. Because yeah. Ted probably actually watched the uh, the video from earlier. Yeah, it was a good video. It was a good video. Yes, that was Father Dave, Dave Pryor himself, jumping in. And I'm going to put a link to the video. Dave works up at Lehigh University, as everybody knows. Also the... Uh, founder and the man behind the scenes, along with Mike on Unpaved, the Susquehanna River Valley. And, and Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight and probably all sorts of yeah. good stuff. And um, uh, Dave released that um, video at Lehigh to talk to the kids about how, you know, get back on the bike for the spring. And, and he was going through how to change wheels and tires and tubes. And it's actually like a nice 10, 10 minute long video or so. Mm -hmm. So I will actually put a link to that in the show notes, yeah. but I needed to give Dave just a little bit of, of a dig in the side for shifty thing because yeah. he was trying to well, change if you the don't, tire. Outside of a bike shop, that's probably the best way to describe I, it. I think probably not the best if i was you know working in a bike shop to describe it but you know. <laughs> well i i think it was i thought it was funny it was funny because yeah. he, he he actually in the in the on his facebook earlier when he posted it he was like he was like i couldn't figure out how i was fighting with the quick release and so i posted a comment i was like i came for the quick release battle and i ended up with the shifty thing yeah. and it's very difficult you gotta be careful when you say shifty thing that you don't slip up and say something oh, yeah. else so <laughs> thank you david I, I sent that to dave and he yeah. was okay with me playing that so thanks for playing along dave and and thank you and good job ted for for jumping in yeah. real quick on that um, I got voicemails. Yep. We promised this, and Wes got all over me last week because I needed to play voicemail. So really quickly, I'm going to play some voicemails. And I don't think anything was too deep. Bear with me. Who are they? Hey, Joey and Brian. This is Ron Welsh from Jacksonville, North Carolina. I just wanted to call this number to make sure that Wes stays on the podcast, and I'm looking forward to tonight's episode. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. Um, yeah, that was, that was sent a couple of weeks ago okay. and I've been very, very remiss in, um, in not playing that. So I, I was I, just down there too. And, uh, um, and I got one more, this came in just this week, I think. Stand by. We can discuss about your case and take necessary action on this matter. I think, I think West did something. If we don't oh. hear from you, then we will be forced to take legal action against you. I think I think now that, now that Wes is back, we're getting some really weird phone calls. Oh. So Wes did something that's going to require legal oh, action. Geez. So right. let's get on him about that. Joey, let's do Strava Club. Strava Club, and then we'll roll into that. All right, so uh, uh, top three, not top three, random three. Uh, first one was Ian Banks from Parvella Cycles oh. with uh, from Bowie, Maryland at 179.9. Uh, Rich Brundeau. 
you know, Rich from Unpaved. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, Rich. Uh, from State College, PA at 132.6. And then Jesse Brennan from Milford Charter Township, Michigan. Mm. Uh, Michiganian, whatever. 125.7. Michiganite. Yeah. No, we don't like them. Um, yeah, 125.4 was the threshold for the top 100 this week. And we went up to 715 Strava members. So Strava.com forward slash clubs forward slash gravel travel dirt. So jump on board, everybody. Good job, Ian. Yep. Good job, Rich. Good job, Jesse. Okay. You ready? Yep. Let's dive into this thing. Um, do you want to do the introductions? Why don't you do the introductions? You're good at it. Okay. Uh, uh, joining us now, as we, we talked about earlier, yeah. uh, Lori Lemieux from Proteus and now at Patuxent Adventure Center. Uh, in Solomon's is joining us. They are the they're her and her hu- husband uh, Jeff, right? Yep. Yep. Um, so welcome, Lori. Good to have you here. Thank you. Happy to be here. I I don't know if it's a, if I should say welcome to the Solomon's Island family or if <laughs> if I don't know which way that should go, but I have a feeling it's going to be more like just like hey, let's all just like welcome each other to this new family place i think that's the right one, way to approach it. one big one big happy bike family yeah so um i i was uh, four and a half years in college park uh many moons ago and i know proteus has been around for a very very long time and i actually worked at a bike shop up in college park during my college days it was um, uh, over there by the rei caravan did you know don Geesey? caravan he was uh, he did it was a bike shop and it was the late 80s um so it's a oh, while ago yeah. i wasn't doing a whole as much biking back then yeah. so i moved to college park in 84 okay that would have been right at the window of time like i was there yeah. from 85 to 89 and then towards the end of that don moved the shop over to beltsville so it was you know that little intersection down there where the old rei used to be on rhode island avenue mm-hmm. that, um, that's where my shop yeah, is that's, now yeah he was right down yeah. there where the <laughs> really down where, you the, that. where the pawn shop was. Uh, not that far. We're where REI used to be. We're in that shopping center. Okay. Well, then you're like, is it Kitty Corner or Caddy Corner across so the intersection? So you were the pawn shop. It's a pawn shop on Edgewood. Yes. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's yeah. changed a bit. Yeah. And uh, we're in the Hollywood Shopping Center. Okay. Okay. Which is which is not new, but it's a lot newer than our old building, which was either going to the sinkhole below <laughs> oh. was either going to swallow us or the roof was going to cave in. We weren't <laughs> sure which was going to happen first, so we moved. So you're in the old REI space now. We no, not quite. We are on the other side where Mom's okay. Organic Market okay, yeah, was. Mom's yeah. moved into REI. We moved into Mom's space. Oh, okay. Well, that was that's still a big space. I've been I've been in there. Yeah, yeah. it's absolutely huge, and that's yeah. that's a that's a great location. Great location. It's fantastic. And how long? It's how, so good. How long have you been there? I'm going to show my dum dum. So no, no. So we we moved to the College Park location. Or to, I'm sorry, it's been in College Park all along. We moved to the Hollywood um, Shopping Center location in December of 2018. Okay. And Proteus started in 1972, and I've tried to find records of. If, if it's the oldest bike shop that's been operating in Maryland, I'm not sure, but at least in College Park, because um, College Park Bicycles didn't open until the 80s. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, and I know they bounced around all that. over the place, and they've, they've changed locations. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so cool. Very cool. Yeah. Nice little backstory there, yeah. Joey. I, I, and you probably had told me that the shop had moved up the one on Route 1. I did, but, like three times. 
<laughs> it's okay. <laughs> kind of, kind of like you. We're, we're doing this podcast so people can be. It's an easy way we can, you know, people can uh, learn yeah. a little bit. So, all right. So let, let's back up a little bit, bit Lori. Um, give us a little bit of your background and and how you came into the world of cycling and bikes. Well, you know, like most of us, I've been riding since I was a kid, third of four kids. So I had to compete. I don't remember learning to ride a bike. I'm sure my dad just pushed me down a hill and said pedal and (laughs) that was it. So um, I started riding more when my kids were little. And well, actually, when we moved to College Park, we actually bought bikes from um, College Park Bicycles when when my husband was in grad school in in 84. And uh, but, oh, gosh, now I can't think of the name of the bikes. steel bikes, 80s bikes, down tube shifters. They were not great. I had no idea what size I was supposed to ride. (laughs) Anyway, we um, when when Paul was born, who now manages our our shop in in College Park, he, we put a seat on the back of my road bike and we, I rode around everywhere with him all around. I, we live in Greenbelt and have been there since about 87. So I rode around with him everywhere and that sort of got me on the bike. And then I kind of uh, didn't ride a lot for a while. Um, I asked, I wanted a new bike one year for, I don't know, my birthday, Mother's Day, something. And, and my husband, Jeff, who's don't tell him, but he's a bit of a cheapskate. And he bought me a Huffy. So oh it's because he bought me a Huffy that I own Proteus Bicycles. <laughs> because I could not get it to shift. I I'd couldn't sk- get up the hill. I was like throwing the thing in a ditch. And I was like, why? Why did you do this to me? So I went to Proteus with my friend Mona Kessel, who um, is was a racer and avid bike rider and her daughter and my daughter were best friends in middle school and they took me to proteus to meet the former owner jill tomorrow this was back in like uh, i want to say 2006 and i bought an orbea road bike okay and i thought my head was going to explode for you know how expensive it was which in today's standards not that much but i bought the orbea and I started riding. I mean, I fell the first time because I clipped in on borrowed pedals <laughs> and forgot that I had to unclip because like all of us. And I started riding and I started just picking up my riding and riding more and more and then commuting to work. And uh, it was just the, the difference of a real bike and became like the number one pro- Proteus customer, bought a bike for my husband, bought another bike for myself so I could commute because the road bike was just not doing it for me. So I bought a cyclocross bike, now known as an adventure gravel bike, um, and commuted to work and uh, started riding, you know, more than 100 miles a week and just kind of really got into it and didn't see the point in driving so much. And then Jill was going to sell the shop in about two in. 2012 um she'd been rumoring it for years Mm -hmm. and was going to sell the shop for personal reasons and um i'm i'm a nurse i'm a nurse practitioner i've been practicing as an np for 20 something years and as a nurse since i graduated from college in 1984 and uh, was teaching uh, nursing at catholic university and i decided i was tired of all of that and uh midlife crisis and all i bought a bike shop that's the short version (laughs) um so 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 tell me you 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 had that orbea is that orbea still in the fold so i had it in the fold up until about two years ago and i decided you know i've got all these bikes and they're just around and i only have so much space so i sold it to somebody 
and um, she was going to do a triathlon on it. And I guess she did. Um, anyway, she bought the bike from me and was really happy with it. And then it got stolen. Oh, hate and that. I've had it since you know 2006 oh. and, and then just hurt my heart because i still have the original paperwork from it i've got the serial <laughs> number and everything so yeah i don't think i even threw the paperwork away i think i still have it because mm. it that heart was near and dear it got me into bicycling i um i still have my bikes from college i i, I have a, I'm, i have a real hard time you get you an emotional issues. i know yeah. not like joey joey buys a bike and he's like rides it and then, not anymore because of covid yeah <laughs> the street can't get them I, I i develop a really strong emotional bond and attachment to my bikes i don't know mm -hmm. i don't know what it is i've sold one bike i sold that trek um that um cobia that i had which i never really particularly cared for so maybe that's what made it okay to do that but yeah um, so what are you riding today? Well, today <laughs> I rode an Athos Pro. Nice. So the Athos Pro, I, I, last year I started taking like a demo bike for the year and leading rides on it. And mm. uh, so I, I, I rode a Roubaix Expert last year and it was awesome. I loved it. And um, so that's gone to another person this year. I sold that. Um, the shop sold it. And um, when the Athos came out, I thought, well, you know, I should I should get something new. So I got the Athos. And honestly, I haven't ridden it that much because oh. between the ice and the snow, we actually had winter this year. So I didn't yeah. get to ride a whole lot. And I've been a little busy with some things like you know, <laughs> expanding the empire, right? So I rode it today, and every time I get on that bike, I, I, it's magic. That is the best bike I've ever ridden. So it's, it's fantastic. So, so yeah, I rode the Athos today. What what brands does Proteus carry, and so what should we start to be seeing now at Pack? So if the they come question, in, I know um, we yeah. carry specialized, which is how we learned that uh, about pack was through a specialized rep. So we carry specialized, and um, so most of um, like our road and mountain bikes right now are specialized. Actually, we don't have any mountain bikes except rock hoppers again, because every time <laughs> we get one, they're gone. And we also carry Jameis and um, Kona. Okay. So, you know, thank goodness for Specialized because they're a big enough company that we can still get bikes. But Kona, mm. um, I think we have three Konas in the store and maybe four Jameses and some kids' bikes from Jameis, but nobody else has bikes. Yeah. I'll give you a little yeah. com a couple of comments that you'll find interesting here because I know you can't see them, Lori, from the live stream. Um, Ted said, your, your husband bought you a Huffy and you're still married. That's love, kids. So, <laughs> right. That's quite Almost, clever. <laughs> I think 38 years now. So yeah. and, coming um, up on that. Um, Pete, also a collector of fine bikes, says... Pete, if I Pete hear, goes through bikes like... He, worse yeah. than you. He yeah. says, if I hear about the Athos one more, a few more times, I'm going to have to get one. And, and Joey let him know that he was well, We got a 56 inbound at some point in time in the yeah, next we, month. Yeah, we, we got a couple of them in <laughs> stock. Just let me know what size. Got a it's pretty special. Got a yeah. couple of comments. Hey, Bill, I've been playing with the audio. It looked like it was a little bit hot. So let me know. Somebody chime in on the live stream yeah. if um, the audio is problematic. So um, I'm, I'm trying to work on that and get some things dialed in here so everybody can hear everybody uh, a little bit better. Um, you do have a you do uh, you have more you do commute and such, too. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I I commute. I um I have I have a Como. Yeah. I have an e bike that I commute on, and I load that thing up. It weighs about sixty pounds. I can barely get it out of the house by the time I've got it all loaded up with computers and lunch and uh, maybe beer and the pizza rack and stuff. I never put pizza in the pizza rack. It's always beer. 
So I, um, it gets pretty loaded down, but that's my little commuter vehicle. I barely ever drive my car. So it gets me around. I'll say I was, uh, we never really talked about, you have like a net, I mean, your network up there with the bike trails and stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I wish, I love kind of living in the middle of nowhere, but the, the infrastructure to use a commuter bike is horrible down here. And I wish that would change. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we have a fantastic network. Now, where I live in Greenbelt, um, I have to go on a couple of roads to get to all the trail system. But once you get to, like, one of the great things about where our shop is now is we're right off of the College Park Trolley Trail, and we're, like, a half a mile from the Greenbelt Metro. So you can walk to the shop if you and, – and there's cap, uh, Capital Bike Share – not Bike Share, but there's another – another bike share system that's um, nearby that's run by the city of um, College Park. So you can grab a bike share and ride over to the to the store. Um, no problem if you don't want to walk or a lot of people will take their bikes on the metro, which you can do all the time now if you want to get on the metro and ride over to the shop for service or coffee or whatever you want to get there. So yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. The trail network, um, Jeff and I have ridden out to, um, Purcellville from oh, our wow. house before. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's a, that's a bit yeah, of a Yeah. And of most a of it on trail. Wow. Wow. See, we don't have that down just here. Drive all the way out to Purcellville. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't have that down yeah. here. I mean, we have a yeah. few trails that don't really go anywhere. I mean, I can um, ride to the brewery and the grocery store, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not. But we also have roads that I, I we, don't. I so don't yeah, we have beautiful roads. Yeah. Like Ben Harper will yeah. come down and ride with me, and it's totally different for him. He says, but at the same time, it's yeah. it's double edged sword. I, I I think down here when you get onto some of the the back roads, it's beautiful. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. But I've also I think enough people are riding them now that I think we've reached a kind of a, a pleasant place. Yeah, I don't. I don't have problems with cars. I, I most of the most of the roads that I ride. Well, you ride every day, so you have a good idea of it. Yeah, I ride every day, and there was a sometimes when I was first riding on the, the central part of the county, mm-hmm. where I would go on to the west side of Prince Frederick. And when I first started riding those roads, because nobody rode those roads, it was a problem. But I think riding them every day you kind of reach this because those were, those were sort of landlocked, so to speak, that those yeah. two roads, those roads back there came out the route four yep. and everything back in there was like, if you were back in there, you weren't going somewhere else. Does that make sense? You're like, you were like yep. in that mm-hmm. place. So, um, I think the more people that are on bikes, the safer bikes are. That's kind of the yeah. way I've always And that's one at. of the great things about the bicycle boom right now is there are more people on bikes. So, I mean, my, my hope is that folks um, who are riding actually keep riding right. and realize that we need some help with our infrastructure and, and get into advocacy efforts. Yeah. So what is it that made you want to own a bike shop? And, and I know you got like a coffee shop that's associated with it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I worked in one, I watched Joey work in one. I'm close <laughs> enough to watch it. You know, what goes on in there. It's a crazy, crazy world. So what yeah. possessed you to say, you know what, this is something I want to dive into. Insanity, midlife crisis, I don't know. Um, I was really getting, I, I love, love, love teaching. And I love nursing too. So I, I really enjoyed being a nursing professor. But I, I knew when I started that I hated staff meetings. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing quite as, as um, interesting as a staff meeting um, in a, a nursing faculty staff meeting. And, and I love my colleagues, but honestly... 
to shoot me. And I, I just got, got to a point where there were, I don't know, I like, I like to be a little bit more of a free thinker, I think. And um, I needed to get out of academia and I wouldn't have minded teaching a few classes, but when, when Jill sold the shop to me and uh, my business partner, Ben in 2012, she said, if you do this, you need to commit to it. You can't just like say I'm buying the shop and be a figurehead. I will only sell it to you if you commit to doing this. And and I said, okay, but I got to still see patients one day a week. So I did that up until 2016. I still saw patients one day a week. Um, and, uh, but I, but I took the reins from her and the Campanula corkscrew was our ceremonial handoff. She gave me a campy corkscrew and the key to the shop. And, um, it's, it's worked out. I don't know. It's insane. I mean, I set off the alarm the very first day I opened the store and just freaked out. It's like, I can't do this. What am I doing here? But, you know, I've screwed a lot of stuff up and we're still standing. So, and we just bought another bike shop so yes i'm still crazy and we're still going so, so and we opened a coffee shop this yeah, year during the pandemic so i wanted to go. talk a little bit that you fully embraced the bike coffee thing um mm-hmm. how's that going well i mean one of my dreams one of the reasons i wanted to move into a better space since we were going to sink into the, the sinkhole or have the roof fall in in the old place we didn't have heat or air conditioning either uh so i knew we'd never get health department to approve a coffee service in there so um, I wanted to do that from the very beginning. That was sort of the dream is to have coffee and um, maybe someday beer. I wouldn't do mm. more than that. I don't want to open a restaurant. I mean, we're a bike shop, right. but I mean, cyclists really love their coffee and their beer. Right. So right. I, it's, it's just, um, it's, we strive on keeping our community engaged, which has been really hard in the pandemic, mm-hmm. but we were having potlucks every Thursday night. We'd stay open until nine o'clock. And we had this little group of folks, which would go from like three people to 15 sometimes, but not usually much bigger than that. But those, a lot of those people have become good friends, friends of the shop, personal friends. And um, our volunteers come from that group quite a bit. And it's been, it's just a great community. So yeah. the coffee is a good way to bring people together Absolutely. and allow people to have a space where they can sit and work and use the Wi-Fi and things. Eventually, not yet. We're still on that like stay out of my bike, bike shop because uh, too much COVID going around. So right. I, I look so, forward yeah, to the day that great. you know we used to or, or Joey or, uh, and our makeshift coffee shop did did like a, a little thing on Saturday mornings and yeah. we did that in sort of the off season. Yeah, and I I think, we'd have twenty or thirty people. Yeah, in there. we'd have a bunch of people that would come into the shop. You guys would have a bunch of people yeah. that would come into the shop on you know open what an hour early. Oh, we. Couple. Um, of, all we wanted was the community aspect of it. Donuts and coffee, yeah. and then COVID came, and yeah. it kind of people. Know. I like when people look forward to that every weekend. Yeah, people talked and about if it. If we did that, we did it right. So yeah, you guys definitely yeah, did well, it right. We did our when we did our rides, we would do a pastry ride. So we'd go down to this little place for pastries and coffee, or we'd go. There's another place in the area called Vigilante, so we'd go to either oh, Vigilante yeah. or Shortcake Bakery. Mm. And so we now get Shortcake Bakery's pastries, so that we can just have pastry day at our own shop uh, so and we have our own coffee we used so there to, you go we used to do the friday night brewery we yep. we it wasn't even really a a, a decent route but it was just a it was the it <laughs> people was, liked it for the people beer. liked it because you just got on a bike and i think the round trip was like 10 miles and it was you know you'd sit at the brewery outside in the summer when it was nice and it's just just mm-hmm. the the, the enge- like you said use the word engagement i'm a big fan of that idea of yeah. engagement um so in the world of bike shops, 
What's it like to be a woman owner of a bike shop? So have you ever gone to any of the big um, dealer events? No, I have not. No. Joey. Yeah. How many women are there? There's not a lot. I, I don't I think, think I've one, seen a lot. Two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Count them yeah, over yeah, hand. I, mean, I would say bike things a, in general with me, I, there's not a lot. Yeah, you're an anomaly as a woman in bicycling and and um and and being a complete noob at everything, it was just like completely intimidating to me. Mm. And I'm a little older than you guys, so my generation was like, okay, all right, sure. Um and not quite as um in your face as some people who are a little bit younger than me. So um it's been a challenge. I mean, I was thinking about this today. Uh, when when I first had the shop, I was sweeping the floor one day because you know, you do whatever you have to do to keep your shop running. And some old dude came in the store and was like, that's a woman's place, sweeping that floor. And oh. asked somebody else the question. So I was like, okay, then, you know, I mean. Did you hit it with the broom? A, Just swing the broom I, and hit it with the broom? I think throwing the dust in his face would have been even better. Um, yeah. So, so that's kind of a little bit of what you encounter. It's like when somebody comes and asks a question for the bike and honestly, I'm not a mechanic. I wanted to train a little bit, but I don't have time. I'm a fitter. I'm, I teach lessons. I mm-hmm. run a bike shop. I mean, we do all the stuff. So the mechanic side of it, I've kind of let go. And since I have mechanics to do like all my bike shop work for me, my mechanical skills are just like zero right now. But when when somebody calls on the phone, they're like, oh, let me speak to somebody else. Like, I'll give them an answer. Like, does somebody else have an opinion? Like, no, I'm I'm kind of the end here. (laughs) (laughs) You've come to the end of the road and the answer is no, or whatever it is. But Um, so you do get that. It's a little bit it's a little bit of an uphill battle, but I get good. I mean, my vendors are very respectful. Everybody, you know, knows I'm the boss. So um, looking at and I know I, I don't want to take too much of your time. Um, looking at your event calendar, I mean, you just walked through a whole bunch of stuff that, that yep. you guys have going on, but is, is there anything, it sounds like you do a lot of stuff weekly up there. I'm assuming that we're going to start to see some of that stuff down here as well. So, um, I guess there'll be some crossover. What's that, what's your event calendar kind of looking like for the year? Well, we're, um, we're trying to get our, we started a bike club a couple of years ago, Proteus Fellow Club, and it's, it's affiliated with the club, uh, the club, the shop, if I can talk, it's affiliated with us, we sponsor it, but it's not, you know, directly through the shop, but um, that's kind of fallen to the wayside during, during COVID. So I haven't been doing any shop rides or anything for about a year. So we're starting to try to ramp that up a little bit. Um, in the past, we did some gravel rides together. We did some, we did cyclocross season year before last. And I actually podium on most of my races because of my age group. There's only usually five of us. And I usually <laughs> hit that podium, even though I might be crawling to the finish line. <laughs> but, but we, um, we have a pretty good um, cyclocross group that gets out there. No, no top racers or anything, but yeah, fledgling club going, um, hoping to do some gravel stuff this summer, um, and into the fall and get a cyclocross season in for the most part and, and, uh, get our road rides and our mountain bikes back going. A small group has been starting to do those things. So normally we're going to be doing rides on like Fridays and, and, um, Fridays we do a, we meet at a restaurant and hang out and go for a ride if we have time. So that's, cool. that's one of our events. And then Saturdays, we usually do a couple of rides. I usually do a road ride at eight in the morning. And then we, my husband leads the pastry ride or whatever we're going to call it now that we have the coffee shop. <laughs> and then on Sundays, it's usually a mountain bike ride. 
Gotcha. So I'll, I'll, lots of good stuff. And, and our, our specialized rep wants to get a ride together where we ride um, all the way down, you know, shop to shop. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, the so shop to shop. Fully supported. A shop to that, shop. That is a, that is a that's, route. That's a long ways. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you this. You, you, I don't know if you've gotten any. I'm sure you've probably discovered the backstory of what the club that's kind of a loosely associated with the shop. But I mean, uh, Jeff just signed up. Yeah, Jeff just joined. Yeah. So thank you for joining. You guys get your sick numbers. Make yeah. sure that you join oh, us. Right. They're, big, they're big about the numbers. We all <laughs> oh, the numbers are big, man. I'm 100. It, you, what's your number? I waited specifically to get 100. Did you really? I can remember it. So I'll give you a little brief backstory. I mean, the shop used to run. You may have heard all this all before, um, but the shop had their average Joe ride, and that was you know a big Joe. part of what Joey <laughs> did. And then. Um, out of the average Joe ride, there was like four of us. It was myself and three other uh, guys that said, hey, this Saturday morning thing is fun. Let's do a Thursday night thing. So we started a Thursday night ride. And then that kind of like developed steam and developed this whole big Facebook group. And it was just sort of a natural progression that it actually became a club. I think we got 120 some, 130 some odd members right now. And that fluctuates a lot because... The Navy base. Um, the, yeah, it, we're very transitory kind of an area down here. Which is good base. for business. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, we do, we have a very robust touring group, traveling yes. group. There's probably about 20 or 30 folks in Solomon's Island Cycling that love to go out for long trips on the canal, the yeah. Gap, you know, New River. We, we really got a very vibrant yeah. club and it all spawned out of the shop. So. Yep. There, there's a path for that, and and this club is is going gangbusters. I I think for 120 members, I think we're we're doing great. So, and that was one of the big pluses for us um, coming down to Solomon's was Good. the club, and and you already have a community there, and we we love community. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. I, I tell you, it is a very strong. We we've we've maintained. You were talking about how it, how hard it was to keep that engagement through this COVID time. Um, you know, because it was a year since we were able to do group rides, and that mm-hmm. was a big part of our identity. Right. Um, but we found other ways to kind of stay in touch with each other. And then even over this winter, uh, doing Zwift rides, we would do club Zwift rides, and then we started this. And, and I get a little bit of grief for it because it's kind of Joey sees them all the time, and he doesn't – he, he kind of like just blow it up everywhere. But we started our little badge program where, you know, we have certain things that people can do and – um, the shop was real big and supported us with the 12 rides of Christmas is something that the shop used to run that the club kind of took over and ran. Um, so we had sort of like, it, it almost felt to me like our last in season during COVID, I think we had more engagement with club members beginning in November all the way through the winter yeah. than we may have had during all of that because just, you know, the, the Zwift thing, and we have people that would step up and lead a Zwift ride. And Dirty and Kitten helped a lot. Dirty Alex Kitten helped Chris, a lot. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people jumped on board with that from the club. But again, that's engagement, and that was communicating to the club what was yep. going on, and then a lot of club members kind of jumped in. The on first the club thing. ride's this Saturday. First club ride is this 10 Saturday. 10 a.m. from the shop. April 3rd. Yep. So that's the average Joe going to kick right off. Oh, from the parking lot. Yeah, 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 from the park a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to follow my story. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lori, what's your favorite ride that you've done to date? Or, or if you had to actually, let's let's make it a little bit yeah, broader. I, I wrote it as a two-part yeah, possible. If if you had an ideal ride, you have a whole free day, what are you yeah. going to do? <laughs> How's that? That's a good way to put it. 
So, so my favorite ride that I've done, because this, this encompasses my favorite ride that I would want to do, is that we, we used to be open on um, the day after Thanksgiving, on Black Friday. Mm. I don't even like that name, but we used to always be open and have a big sale. And so last year we decided, no, we're not going to do that anymore today. So the whole staff took the day off. And we got on our bikes and we had some other uh, friends and customers from the shop come with us. And we, we rode from our shop on the trail system to DC, stopped at Velo Cafe, which is unfortunately out of business now, but we, we stopped there in DC on the wharf and had coffee. And then we rode all the way out the CNO Canal out to around Great Falls. Wow. So we did some gravel, we did some road, we did some city. It was like this complete combo ride and then on the way back we stopped at blue jacket for beers and burgers mm. and then we came back along the anacostia river trail and came all the way home that's nice that's, yeah that sounds like that's, it was like an all day 60 mile everything ride and <laughs> and if i had a day to spend that's i would do it again that you know what that that made me think of as she was describing all of the different things joey was a dustin klein ride yeah. Yeah. Just like starting off over here. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. It's kind of like, yeah, just kind of, and, and I miss that, Joe. We can't do that down here. So, but now we can because we can go up to Proteus and start yeah. a ride out of Proteus. Well, me and, and Paul were talking about a canal ride from the shop. See? Yep. Yeah. It's, it's camping. You can do all kinds of fun stuff right yep. from right from the shop. Just get all that bike pack and gear going and you're, you're on your way. Nice. Probably better than our sub 24 hours we would. We did a few a couple years ago. I don't know. Those are fun. I yeah yeah. yeah. I, I I I don't mind. Um, I, I like the three and four day. Those are like my sweet spot. Some of us have to work. Well, they are work for me sometimes. <laughs> Last time I had three or four day bike packing trip. Uh, <laughs> uh, they are kind of work for me sometimes. Yeah. So Lori, um, oh, true. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, thank you because I do this professionally, Joey. Yeah, he's an <laughs> adventure cycling guide. And, oh wow! Uh, really? So he's actually yeah. on the road. Yeah. normally what a hundred. How many days do you do a year on? Last year, well, last year was COVID, so I always think of the year before as yeah, being 19. the last year. I was probably on the road about three months, yeah. three, three to four months. And professional bike packer. Professional bike packer. Yep. I, I've done um, as far west as the Grand Canyon, three wow. weeks up in New England, um, done a lot of Florida stuff, um, New York, and and I used to work for a couple of different companies. I don't, I don't, I really only work for adventure cycling now. Um, but I've got Texas Hill Country coming up in a few weeks, which Joe, we're going to have to talk about because we may have to prep people. We actually may yeah. take a week off or two. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so Texas is coming up, and then I've got uh, Gap and CNO coming up, and then I've got um, Civil War, Gettysburg, D.C. to Gettysburg coming up, and then New York, cross-state in New York this year. So we're slowly kind of getting back into it. That's why he's one of my shop ambassadors. <laughs> I, I, I talk to a lot of people. He talks who, to a lot of people. Talk to a lot of people who yep. put their butts on bikes. So um, we like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and the thing about it is, you were talking earlier about education um, mm -hmm. and about teaching, and that's one of the big things with adventure cycling is that, and and that's what drew me to them. Uh, their whole idea, and it, it comes out of that kind of hostile environment, but empowering people to say. I want to go out and do this, but I don't know where to start. And here's a group that I can go learn with and become a part of. And they're not, they're not going to just 
you know, feed me M&Ms to show me which way to go as I go from place to place, they're actually going to kind of say, you know what, you, you're, you're here and I'm here to help you facilitate. I'm here to help you facilitate by facilitating it, but you're kind of doing this trip and you're doing your thing and you're sleeping in a tent and you're, you're making your food and you're, you know, it's different. It's different. Yeah. It's different than a back yeah. roads or which in those plate those tours have their place. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I, 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 we did a back roads tour in, in New Zealand. It's the only tour I've ever done. Yeah. Um, and we, we did that about five years ago and it was amazing. But yeah, yeah I mean, they feed you M&Ms. <laughs> it's, like, it's like leave you a little trail of candy. Yeah, I, I need, yeah, yeah. 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 Take me up to that I mountain mean, pass. I got my yeah, trek travels. I might have done that once or twice. Yeah. We were supposed to do a Trek Travels trip because I didn't want to do anything to, to Spain yeah, last was, year. That was me. And yeah. that's 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 cool because I, I every, all of those things... I don't want things... people to know I work in a bike shop or I'm a professional mechanic. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you know, you just want right. to do your thing, yeah. enjoy the bike, enjoy the country, not have to plan it. Yep. Um, but if you said, I want to be able to go do this myself, yeah. then having somebody kind of like mentor yeah. you is what it almost comes down to. And I didn't particularly, I led some tours for some companies where it was the feed you the M&Ms and lead you the little cookie trail. Um, and I didn't enjoy it as a tour leader. Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy it. It felt like yeah. it was, I don't want to use the word work, because, but you know, it felt like it was different. It felt like I yeah. was, it wasn't participatory for me yeah. as a leader. And I like that. I kind of get off and dig, I kind of dig that. So yeah. uh, real quick, Bill O'Neill said he might be doing his first weekend on the CNO this weekend. Nice, rain. So let us nice. know how that goes, Bill. Send nice. us something in. Um, right. Anything anything we haven't covered here, Lori, from a shop? We're getting ready to switch gears a little bit, but anything you want to throw out there that we haven't touched on? Not a whole lot. Just um, I'm really excited to um, come down and spend some time in Solomon's and meet that crew. And hey, I'm a member of the club, so <laughs> I'm ready. And um, we're thrilled with Joey. He's uh, going to have to work about eight days a week getting this going. <laughs> As we already know, we were up till what 11 o'clock texting each other on Friday night going, I, we need to get the inventory <laughs> in, you know. So so it's 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 going to be a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about it. I'm really yeah. I'm, I'm really stoked i think we can do a lot of great stuff for our customers yeah. well joey's used to that working hard thing yeah you know that he's a, he's a special one um well, that's why we're doing this yeah so we know joey's there yeah, um, yeah i'm gonna tell you what if i'm joey still learning there. some computer there's some computer stuff i just ne- never learned because dave and uh i'm learning now i don't You're gonna have to learn it yeah yeah i don't know if joey clued you into this but but we end every show with a little something we call this or that we take two things sometimes they're related sometimes they're not sometimes they make sense most times they don't we throw them out there and everybody makes a choice you don't necessarily have to explain yourself if you don't care to but it's nice if you do so i think we're going to do tonight is Lori. i'm going to toss it over to you first and then joey normal order you're up and then i'll finish it up and live stream folks i hope y'all stuck around with us through all of our little glitchy stuff there and i I hope there's like 20 people maybe in i don't know excellent excellent so toss out your this or that answers and we'll make sure to get those as well um the first item up on this week's this or that you're now you're only allowed to choose one this is just joey wrote this one either a pre-ride coffee or a post-ride beer post-ride beer no hesitation at all. No hesitation <laughs> at all. Joey? That, see, that was a tough one. I know that's I almost be, like I, rather starting with a... I feel like that coffee gives me the go. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's tough. Yeah. 
I knew this would be a hard one for you. I know. I knew this would be a really hard Most one. Most of the you. ones I write down are the hardest ones. Yeah. Um, I'm, I might go pre ride, especially this time of year yeah. when it's it's getting warm. I like my iced coffee, like iced mocha. Okay. Um, okay. Well, you yeah. know, you know me. I'm not a coffee drinker. Yeah. So that's pretty I, easy for I you. figured if I could get through college without coffee, I didn't need it. And there's another reason why I don't particularly like coffee. I won't get into it right now. Uh, it's a good story, though. I, at some point, I'll share that. Um, so the coffee pre-ride, not for me, but I do like my caffeine. So a tea, I, I drink a lot of tea. Joey knows that. Um, a post-ride beer would definitely be my direction. I don't, yeah. there's no, no questions, no ifs, ands, or buts. I mean, I just, I can, I, all I can think about when I think about that is the after party and unpaved <laughs> and mm, the one cycling event I didn't get a drink at. <laughs> Well, the, the first I pulled night, the DD card. The, the first night you did, yeah, that was a three day adventure. That was that was uh yeah yeah yeah. Well, the salsa guys got there and we got a little rowdy. But the the after party was definitely the yeah. thing. All right, where's where's the live stream at, Joey? All right, um, Sean, Sean's still back. Uh, Sean, hey, Sean said beer. Jim Jim Robert Jim. Do you ever go by Jim Bob? Uh, he said post ride beer. Uh, Bill O'Neill said beer. Hey, wait a minute. I time out for a second. Yeah. Jim Roberts. I wonder if that's the same Jim Roberts that's on the, the Strava group that's got like the, the capital names. Is like uh, the one that Jim, Jim, I, didn't about, I didn't know how to read it. Um, Bill O'Neill beer. Uh, Sal said, come on, beer. Uh, <laughs> beer for sure. Uh, Ron, though, said pre-ride coffee and then post-ride beer for Ben. Yeah. Benjamin Bassett. So maybe me and Ron will go to the beanery before okay. our Sunday morning ride. There you go. Yeah. Um, let's see. Second item up or this or that. Watch a movie alone or dine by yourself. Joey, did you wrote that one? Yeah. Spend a lot of time alone over there, buddy. <laughs> 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 Lori, would you rather eat alone or watch a movie alone? Watch a movie alone. Yeah. Joey? I don't know. My bachelor days, I usually <laughs> ate and watched a movie alone. I don't know. <laughs> um I'll probably watch a movie alone. I, I do that a lot. I watch I, because guys, well, I, my, my wife, wife will go to bed at like seven thirty. Yeah, and she doesn't like the same kind of movies sometimes that I like. So like you know, hey, the, Jess, no, your wife, my wife. No. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't like the same kind of movies sometimes. So I think that sometimes watching a movie alone is kind of like, you know, you also have the freedom when you're watching a movie by yourself oh, yeah. to be like, oh, this sucks on Netflix and just killing it and walking away from it. But if yeah. you're watching it with somebody else, it's kind of like, oh, maybe you know they yeah. want to keep watching. You know that it, it takes longer to reach that decision. And I think our tolerance in today's show. Oh, it'll take world. us 40 minutes to pick a show. Or maybe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It takes forever. And and God help you, when you get in between, like you finish a good series, yeah. and it's like, what do you do now? It's like this lull of... You finish like, you Shit's know. Creek and you restart yeah. Shit's Creek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just... Actually, what did I just restart? Um, um, oh, doggone it. Um, um, Letterkenny? No. Um, Arrested Development. Oh. I just restarted Arrested Development because I couldn't find anything else to watch. Where's the live stream at, Joey? Um, Jesse said movie. Ben said Elone. Sal said movie alone, no interruptions. Bill says a movie. Eddie says eat alone. And Lately, then, though, I just I, I put on Star Wars when Jess is with me because she won't watch it. Okay. So you, are and you using that to drive her away? No, because I won't okay. watch it. And then she just goes to bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the rest of these I wrote. Um, Lori, College Park or Solomon's? <laughs> <laughs> That's not that's not fair. You can you can choose to punt the question if you like. I'm more curious to see what Joey's answer is. Um 
for me, I would say um, College Park for now because that's sure. my home. Sure, sure. <laughs> Joey? They're both, uh, it's a beautiful shop up there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of jealous of College Park, but it's yeah. my home down here. Yeah. So I'll say Solomon's. Well, you have to because I have it, to. You got the water thing. You got the yeah. you know. It's the both of your worlds. Yeah, you know, it's the both of your worlds. It drew so. me back. Yeah, yeah. I came back here for yeah. reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would. I I have a certain affinity for College Park. I mean, I spent a, my a lot of my formative youth in college in College Park. Yeah. I, I was there for. I lived there. So. You know, I, I, I've never lived in Solomon's, but I spend a lot of time down. You know, I don't live here. I, I live, you know, 10 minutes Us up Solomon's the road in Lusby. don't associate with you, you guys, people from Lusby. You guys don't even have a post office. Yeah, we do. You have a post office. I mean, but they don't deliver your mail to you. It's a sh- the Solo- it's the you shop have to go it? to the post office like, like Mayberry oh, yeah. or something and get yeah. your mail. So? Okay. Well, I don't. I I would definitely go with Solomon's though. I I I consider myself kind of a Solomon's res- resident. Yeah. I'm here enough. I mean, it's ten minutes down the road. Yeah. I kind of I kind of like I'm here, but I get to work quicker by water. Could you now? Yeah. Could you now? Just right across the street. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. And I can't imagine in the live stream that anybody's gonna have any kind of impact. Yeah. Input uh, ben- on that. Benjamin Bassett said College, College Park. Park. Yep. Okay. Um, Do you know who Benjamin Bassett is? Is that your Ben? He's co-owner. Oh, okay, that's what I so, thought. Yeah, that's what I, like, <laughs> I only remember that because I was putting employees in Lightspeed today, and I thought, I was like, man. <laughs> yeah, you saw his name somewhere. Yeah, I was like, I saw the last, I knew Ben, but I, the Bassett, yeah. Uh, yes, there you go. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, that, um. Okay, that's my plant. It. It's my plant in this in this show. Yeah, and and Sal just jumped in and said, "No idea." Yeah. When you guys get onto something that I actually am interested in, he's from, he's from Jersey. <laughs> we uh, do have a very diverse listenership, Lori. We got people from uh, we, New Zealand. We got people. Well, that's right. that's yeah. really extravagant. The the REI guys in like Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh were yeah. raving about me and yeah. the shop. Like, yeah. I don't know who you are. Yeah, well, you're just a celebrity. I'm but telling we, you, uh, that, no. Joe. you just don't We just had people go up there with our bikes to start to, to, to <laughs> towpath. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Last item on this week's this or that. Um, Lori, answer or not, Wes or no Wes? <laughs> See, I don't know Wes. Yeah. I told her you were going to take I it off. I don't know Wes. There you go. That's my answer. There, that's if you knew Wes, she would say no Wes. No. <laughs> go ahead, Joey. I, this is more, I think the live stream is going to have a lot of Wes or no Wes. I, I always love having Wes is like oh, my second brother. Yeah. I, I don't have a brother. So you're in West camp. Yeah. I am firmly in West camp. I am so glad that Wes is back. So Wes was with us for a very long time. I'm surprised we had the technical issues without Wes. He no usually joke. would cause a technical issue. I, I think it was my just my computer. It yeah. wasn't even your internet. I think it was my computer just decided to, you yeah. know, do something bad and, and decided yeah. it didn't want to do it anymore. And I, I keep looking down now at the yeah. green, like, box down at the bottom yeah. that tells me that I'm still here. No, yeah. I, I am very excited that Wes is back. Yeah. Wes brings a certain... I don't know what it is, but he brings a certain something yeah. to our. Although you and I, when when Wes went to Michigan, yep, and did his Michigan thing, and he's still doing his Michigan thing, yep. Um, and then it became just the Brian and Joey show. I think we hit a real good stride. Oh, we had a good stride, but it, there's yeah. a whole different atmosphere. Yeah, and and now that Wes is back, I mean, nobody can read the contact information like Wes can. I'm sorry, yeah. Joey. That's it just fine. it just doesn't it. 
I don't know if you listened to it last week and he was talking yep. about, you know, having Pete put Zoom or Doom on his toaster so that you go no, to I, your I was your working oven last and... Tuesday through <laughs> this podcast. So so I'm definitely in the sure. West camp. Let's see. Where, where's where's the live stream at? Uh, everyone said West. Everybody said West. Jesse said West. Ryan oh. said West. Uh, Eddie Pliers might be the REI. I think one of Dave's, one of the guys Dave went to flight school with and flew in the Marines was at the REI with Eddie or something. I don't know. I think Larry's been up there and he's talked about. Yeah, Larry. Uh, there's been a few people in the. Eddie, do you, have you met Larry? Larry, Larry Paris, um, um, Eddie. I don't know. So yeah, Wes, Wes all day long. Yeah, Sal I like wants, having the network of like yeah. customers all the way up to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Wes, Wes is a very, very good guy. One of yep. the genuine. He's kind of started the bikepacking scene down here. Uh, he's what got me into it. He's the one that kind of set me on that path because yep. he was like, hey, let's do this CNO Canal towpath thing. And I was like, He's sure. a big person to think. He took over my average Joe when I went to Parvella yeah. and what turned into this and all. Yeah. So. Wes, and he's a good mechanic. Yep. I'm he's okay. That. He puts on his little baby blue gloves <laughs> and he cries little tears on his, yeah. on his gloves. He's all right. And he touched my bike and it would magically stop making squeaky noises. Yeah. And that's all I really care about because, Lori, I'm, I, I am... Mechanically, I think I'm. I think I'm okay with my bike. You're okay, yeah. But I, I know what's broken. But I don't really want to monkey around with trying to fix it. So <laughs> I'll just bring it to Joey, and I'll be like, "Here's my bike, Joey. Make it not make noises again." <laughs> right. I do that too. Yeah. Okay, so that brings us to a close yes. here yep. tonight, Lori. Thank you very, very much for joining us. Um, it's thank been a, you guys. It's, this has been fun. It's been a lot of fun. I yeah, apologize for the technical difficulties there in yep. the middle. Um, it happens. Kind of oh, blast us in a day or two on the yeah. the social medias. Joey, have you got anything else before we shut it down? No, it's way past my bedtime. Got it. Me too. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. This is a listener-supported podcast by some incredible people on Patreon or PayPal. Our show, folks, can be found wherever you find your favorite podcast. You listen to a podcast, you just punch in Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, Dirt, and guess what's going to pop up? Us. And you could just... Actually, you can put in a whole bunch of stuff now because we've been at yeah, this Yeah, we enough. pop up in some weird we, stuff. You just put in gravel and it, and we show up. Joey, how can folks get in touch with us? Uh, let's see. Um, I'm going to try to get all this right. All right we're, our website is graveltravelddirt.com. Um, and our gra- we need to add to our gravel database. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's some... A and bunch of Virginia rides calendar, I used to do yeah. um, out there. I need to put ride with GPS links. Our in- our Instagram is at Mid Atlantic GTD. Um, shop Instagram is Protection Adventure Center, and the other shop Instagram is Proteus oh. Bikes. I, I'll add those in. Yeah, I'll add those. Uh, in put those in the show notes. And uh, let's see if our phone number. If you want to leave us a voicemail, is four one zero two three one three eight five zero. Yeah, be like Ron. Yep. Ron left us a very nice, short, friendly. Don't ramble on for three minutes, folks. No, thank you. Please don't. And if you have to start a second voicemail to continue your story, you've probably gone on too long. I tune out. <laughs> Mid-Atlantic Gravel Travel and Dirt is recorded this week from right here in Joey's Kitchen all the way up to somewhere in Greenbelt. How's that? That works. <laughs> Thanks for riding along, everybody. Until next time, do good, be nice, go slow, respect others, Stay healthy. Love you, bye. Love you, bye.